What's up, Echo Church? Man, it's great to see you guys today and be here with you. Hey, I want to welcome all of our campuses as well as those of you who are joining us online. It's great to have you here with us as well today. Now, we have, um, we've been talking a little bit about baptism the past couple weeks because there's been some awesome stories like that. Wasn't that awesome to hear Amber's story? And um, here's one of the cool things about this is last Sunday as a church at three campuses and nine different services, we saw 38 people take the step to get baptized last weekend. And it's awesome to see that, celebrate. Man, each of them had these crazy amazing stories. Like here at North, I was able to stand over beside the baptism pool last week and talk to people who new to our church over the past couple months saying yes to Jesus for the first time. I talked to someone who they said, I just didn't feel like I knew enough about the Bible or knew enough about God to be able to actually do this. And now I, I can and then uh, saw some students take the step to get baptized. In fact, one of our students in Echo students, she asked her friends to be in the tank with her who were part of helping her come to faith in Jesus. And I thought it was just such an awesome picture to see what God's doing because God is moving in our church and we should never take that for granted. And I'm believing that today God's going to continue to speak to us and God's going to continue to move as we jump into our message today. And today we are talking a little bit about baptism again. It's a little bit different than last week as Pastor Andy jumped in. But I think here's one of the things I want to, I want to say on the very front end is that don't, don't just check out if you've already been baptized because today's message is way more than just about baptism. Today's message is going, I think, to speak to each and every one of us, and it's going to call us up even in our faith, and I believe that God's going to do something through our time together as we talk about this. And I think it's really important even for some of us who have been baptized before to let this be reminders even of what God's done in our life. Maybe you think back about when you put your faith in Jesus and when you took the step to be baptized. Now, for me in my life, last week made me think back again about that, and I've been baptized, well, one and a half times in my lifetime. That's right. I said one and a half, so let me explain it. The first time, or the full time, was when I was a senior in high school. I was baptized after, uh, it was actually August 30th, 2000. That year, um, it was beginning of my senior year of high school. I made a decision to put my faith in Jesus. I was in the parking lot of Freedom Baptist Church on a Wednesday night outside of Wilmington, North Carolina. I'll never forget it, man. I, I was feeling for the first time, it's like I understood the weight of my sin, my need for Jesus. I asked Jesus to take it, committed my life to him. And that's really where my spiritual journey began in following Jesus. And as a result of that, I was baptized after that night and being there, making that commitment to follow Jesus. But the half baptism happened earlier when I was younger as a kid. Now, when I was a little kid, I had grown up some in church and I, I knew like about Jesus and about sin and heaven. And I was like, I want that. So I said like the sinner's prayer. You know, the sinner's prayer is the one where you're like, Jesus, will you take my sin so I can go to heaven? I really want to be there. And you kind of say this little prayer as a kid. And, and it was like, okay, now I'm going to get baptized. Well, the only issue that I had with that was I was terrified of going underwater. Like absolutely terrified about it. And if you've ever seen a baptism, you know, you go underwater and you come back up. So here I am as a kid, I am deathly afraid of going underwater. In fact, it was so bad that when at this time in my point in time in my life, that when my parents were trying to get me to take swimming lessons, the swimming lesson teacher and my mom were trying to bribe me to jump into the deep end with a Pop-Tart. 
You guys know, like, I, I wouldn't say no to a Pop-Tart for very much, but for this, I was like, oh no, these little orange arm floaties, they are not going to hold me in up, you know? Like, that's what you're wearing right there, was you go to jump in, and I said, no way. So here I am, I'm in this baptismal tank, and we didn't have ones like we do here at Echo. We had, we had one that was like up above the choir loft, you know, like the whole structure, the building is built around this baptismal, and here I am, there's like a little half glass right here, and I'm this terrified kid up here, and this like white, like, I don't know, we had these like white gown robe things. I don't know, whatever you put on. And I go and I'm standing there and the pastor's with me. My dad's over here standing on the edge and I'm like already feeling it, right? Like the anxiety's here. I'm in the water. I got to go underwater. And so when I start to go backwards, the pastor's lower me back. As the water level is rising on the side of my face, around my ears, I am bugging out, man. Like I'm like waving him off. I'm like, no way. This is happening right here. And the pastor told my dad, he goes, I got to that point. I just saw his face and I just couldn't push him under. I just couldn't do it. So he pulled me back up. So that's the half one. It doesn't really count. The full one was later, you know. But so I just want to say this. If you're here and you're like, man, I can't get baptized because I'm afraid of going underwater. Like, I get it. I got some empathy for you. I've been there. You can overcome that fear. And um, so, so things, we think back to what God's been doing in our life. And baptism is something that's so significant for us as followers of Jesus that we wanted to take two weeks just to talk about it as a church. What does it represent? Why do we do it? Why should? Who should? And last week, Pastor Andy did such an awesome job uh, talking to our church about how baptism represents identity. That there really is this picture in baptism that is seen in, in really the identity change that we take on. Uh, even just going underneath the water represents that we are, we are no longer living the way we used to. That, that now that part of our life is gone. It's passed away. It's buried. And coming up out of the water represents the new life that we have in Jesus that now as I follow Jesus, I'm taking on a brand new identity. I mean, even in the early church, the term Christian came about after people would make a, com a commitment to following Jesus, and they were called Christians, literally meaning little Christs. So it's like now you're taking on this whole new identity as a follower of Jesus, a Christian, I'm, I'm following him. But, but also, the deeper parts of it show like, I'm going from the shame, the guilt, the embarrassment, and I'm coming up now into grace mercy and freedom where I was rejected before I'm now accepted like this identity is a powerful picture that we see and that baptism even represents but today one of the parts that we're going to talk about I think is also super significant for us is that baptism represents commitment as well and this is the part as we talk about this we're going to talk a little bit about how baptism represents commitment but I think this part is also going to challenge us each a little bit whether we've been baptized or not. Because this idea of commitment, it really is so important in our faith. In fact, baptism is when we're saying to the rest of everybody who's watching, in fact, the reason we say it's a public profession of faith is because publicly I'm saying my identity is now in Jesus and I'm committed to following him. So it's I'm committing to follow him for the rest of my life. When he says go, yes. When he says give up, yes. Whatever he says, good, bad, hard, whatever, I'm in. I'm there. I'm with him. I'm going to do it. And, and there's really a que the question that we have to ask and the commitment question in our faith comes down to, am I really going to do this? Like, like am I really? Am I really? If I'm coming here and I am saying I'm following Jesus, I want to experience God, then when the emotion wears off, you know like that warm, fuzzy feeling like where you teared up and you felt good and everything like that, when that wears away, 
Am I really going to do this? And I think about this a lot like when it comes down to making the decision to get married or not. Uh, Some of you at Echo Church have been dating for a very long time. You're making a career out of your dating life. And it's time to just move. It's time to make a move. It's time to be there, right? And, and so I hear people all the time, it's so funny when it comes down to marriage or sometimes even having kids are like, well, we just got to get to this point of money or this point in career and this point of here. And I'm like, no, no, you don't. You just make it work, right? Like you just make it work. Like I, people ask me sometimes that we have three kids, like how do you afford that in the Bay Area? I was like, honestly, I don't really know. We just make it work. Because here's the deal. When there is commitment, you make it work, When there's commitment, you can overcome the odds. When there's commitment, you can be there. You go together. See, when there's commitment, I mean, you even think about the wedding vows that we say when we get married. We are vowing, we are covenanting with one another in our wedding vows, saying for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, till death do us part. It does not say, "Eh, until I don't feel like it. Right? Like it, it's making these commitments that say when the emotion's there, when it's high, low, good, bad, whatever, we're in because commitment is what makes it work. So listen, somebody's getting engaged at one of our campuses out of a baptism talk, and that's why you never miss a Sunday right there. You know? So so here's the thing. Commitment is critical in marriage and relationships, and commitment is also critical in our faith. And in the early church. In the beginning of the church history, people would get baptized not because it felt good or not because it was like the cool thing to do. People got baptized signifying that they were all in and committed to following Jesus. And you knew they were all in because oftentimes in the beginning of the church, people would be killed for their faith in Jesus or for being baptized in his name. Even today in our world, when you go in other places and other parts of our world, there are, there are countries and places where people go out into remote uh, regions and places to baptize because of the persecution they experience today by making their identity and their commitment to Jesus. So, so following Jesus throughout history has, has cost people something. There's been a cost, a commitment. And, and so often, right, we, we see the benefits. There's, there's these amazing benefits, the grace, the mercy, the hope of heaven, the purpose, the identity, all these things come together that we, we so easily want to grab onto because we have such felt needs for them. But sometimes where we all struggle, and myself included, is in the commitment aspect of, okay, God, I'm going to let go. I'm going I'm to trust you in this. And that's what we want to talk about today. Matthew chapter 16 picks up a conversation where Jesus is having with his 